This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host Josh and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric and Scott versus Benchwarmer Marcus and newcomer to our pod but well-known in the trivia community, Ryan Myers. Howdy. Uh, welcome to the bench, Ryan. Uh, why don't you take a minute to let us know uh, where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share. Well, it's uh, good to see all of you. It's been a minute. Uh, I'm still in Wichita, Kansas, still working for an art museum. Uh, as far as teams I root for, I, uh, I haven't been doing a lot of rooting for any specific teams. Uh, I, just, I kind of just enjoy... Not individual players, but like right now, I really dig watching like the Bucks and the Hawks because I think they're fascinating. The Knicks are actually good at defense for once, um, and yeah, I'm all basketball right now. Awesome, Marcus. Uh, let us know how you're doing, and then you can share what your and Ryan's team name is going to be today. I'm doing fantastic. Um, I get to see Ryan's face, who is one of the last people that I saw in person before <laughs> I had to <laughs> on a trip before I had to come back and, you know, we're all locked down now. So it's great to see Ryan and team with Ryan. And today our team name is going to be B-Rod and Griffey. Wonderful. And Eric and Scott, uh, let us know how you guys are doing and let us know what your team name is going to be. Uh, I'm good. Excited to be recording. I'm excited about this weekend. Nervous about the Bills game tomorrow, obviously. Um, I went to like seven stores think is illegal but whatever i went to seven stores uh this past week on Dick's jersey could not find one um which is understandable because the bills are in the AFC championship and i live in new york so about um but other than that i'm just ready to go here and uh excited for this game i think it should be a good one. Oh, is it my turn oh sorry uh i'm new here um no i worked this morning so i'm tired so i was up at 5 a.m and i have to you know figure out what's for dinner because my wife doesn't cook so if i have to step away to order something that's going to be what i'm doing tony amantes man i'm telling you there it is yeah no but pretty pretty tired today so hopefully this goes well and your team name so scott's um trademark the l train um i don't want to be a part of that so we're gonna we're gonna do our best to derail the l train today so you are derailed l train taking on b-rod and griffey let's kick it over to dan for the rules We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Thanks again, Dan. Always rock solid. It is time for the tailgate consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question one, who became the youngest person to win a tennis Grand Slam singles championship when they won the 1997 Australian Open? All right, you want to check in with that? Yeah, sure. All right, we are checked in. Okay, B-Rod and Griffey's checked in, so derailed L-Train. You guys can talk it out. Um, Eric's the same age as Martina Hingis. Yeah, that's what we got. 
um, no, so if she, you see, he said the 97 Australian Open, so that would have been, she would have been 16, not 17, because he's literally around my birthday, too. Um, and that seems pretty young. Yeah, I, I mean, I know she was really good in the late 90s. I didn't really know how old she was, but. You said Capriati, but I don't, I don't think Capriati won a Grand Slam. If she did, I have no idea. Sure. No, I just heard, you know, her and Hingis were kind of yeah. those late 90s male tennis darlings. But I'm good with Hingis. I don't. Okay. I can't really come up with anyone else. All right. Let's go. We'll check in with Martina Hingis. Okay. And B Rod and Griffey, what do you guys got? I also said Martina Hingis. Uh, she would have won the calendar slam that year, but she lost in the French Open finals. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Martina Hingis. Uh, Hingis was 16 years and three months old. Uh, she won five total Grand Slam finals, including three Australian Opens, one Wimbledon, and one U.S. Open. And as Ryan mentioned, um, not only did she lose that French Open, she lost another one. So mm-hmm. she was close a couple times. Question two. How many teams drafted Dave Winfield after his collegiate careers were completed at the University of Minnesota? Okay, we'll check in. It'd be Rod Griffey's checked in, derailed L-Train, talk it out. So I'm trying to look at the wording. He said after his collegiate career. So because I was thinking like baseball, oh. you can get drafted multiple times. You can get drafted you know, out of high school. Yeah. You can opt to go to college. You can get drafted while you're in college. You can get drafted after college. So you think there's more than one baseball team? Well, that's where the wording should be. Because if it's after his collegiate career, then it would likely only be one. Okay. If it was you know, during the whole time, then yeah, it would be multiple. I mean, guys get drafted three or four different times in baseball sometimes. And he probably would have got drafted in what? Basketball or football? Probably football. Because there's more rounds, I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, sure, he could be, you know, like a sixth or seventh round pick in the NFL. I don't think he got drafted in the NHL. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> He's still waiting for that day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you were thinking three, two baseball teams and a football team? I think that would make sense. I mean, for this to be an interesting question, it's got to be more than two, right? Yeah, I would agree. So I'm good with going three. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to check in with three. B-Rod and Griffey, what do you guys got? Uh, we ended up going with four because we might have thought he got drafted into the ABA as well. One team will be getting points, and that is absolutely correct that he got drafted in both basketball leagues. The correct answer is four. Uh, he was drafted by the San Diego Padres, the Minnesota Vikings, the Atlanta Hawks and the Utah Stars. Utah Stars. Oh, I didn't even think about the ABA. He played um, basketball and baseball in college. He did not play football in college. He's just athletic. <laughs> Question three. Uh, what team was formed when the Jets left Winnipeg in 1996? And which team became the new Winnipeg Jets when they relocated in 2011? We can check in. Derailed L trains checked in, so B Rod and Griffey, you guys can talk it out. So it was the the Thrashers. Yeah, Atlanta Thrashers, right? That that's where the original Jets went. No, the Thrashers. The Thrashers existed and then became the current Jets. The current Winnipeg Jets are the old Atlanta Thrashers, and then the old Winnipeg Jets that went until the nineties became, I want to say, it's the Coyotes. Phoenix, now Arizona. Okay. Because the NHL was all about getting into those non-hockey markets. Yeah, everybody loves the Arizona Coyotes. 
If you're com- if you're confident, I'm good. It, it sounds right to me. So we'll say that the Winnipeg Jets that moved in the 90s became the Coyotes, and the former Atlanta Thrashers became the current Winnipeg Jets. Derailed L train. What do you guys got? Same thing. It was the uh, original Jets went to Arizona, and the new Jets came from Atlanta, so the Thrashers and the Coyotes. Both teams will be getting points, and you're welcome, Eric. A hockey question for you. Uh, I promise there's at least one more today. Oh, it's it's also one that I knew, so I'm extra happy about it. Heading into the first quarter, we have scores of derailed L-Train with 20 and B-Rod and Griffey with 30. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one. Spiridon Lewis, national hero of Greece, won what event gold? Scott, that might as well have been in Spanish. I mean, that... I don't know what that is either. Like, is that a person or a thing? A Spiridon? Uh, I sent Marcus a message that said Spiridon is my favorite dinosaur. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm good with that. Sure. We will check in. Hey, B-Rod and Griffey are checked in. Derailed L-Train. Talk it out. Gosh, what's a Spiridon? That would be a first name. Okay, it is. He wants an event? (laughs) Uh, One what event gold, yeah. He was a national hero of Greece. I don't know how you don't know who he is. Oh, yeah, no. I got nothing, dude. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, like, what are Greeks good at? My wife loves their souvlaki, so... I was going to say feta cheese is good. <laughs> it is. Let's go with the feta cheese making event. <laughs> we're, we're checking in with feta cheese making. And B-Rod and Griffey, what do you guys got? We were kind of clueless on this one as well. Um, and so uh, I said that the Greeks are pretty cruddy at the modern olympics so this is probably something much older like at the first olympics or something that were held in 1896 in athens um and then we were thinking of what kind of events they would have held there because there'd be considerably fewer than today and so we were looking at something track and fieldish. and i figured maybe if you were you'd be a national hero if you won the marathon since marathon is a place in greece and has a whole legend behind it so marathon is our guest because why not one team will be getting points. No way. Surprisingly, it's not the feta cheese making. Have you ever had good feta cheese? You deserve a gold medal. It's not an Olympic uh, event. Yet. Spirit on Lewis did win the marathon at the first modern Olympics uh, in 1896. As Ryan mentioned, as, as your guess, you were correct in every piece you put together. So good job, B-Rod and Griffey. Question two, 18-year career, who held the home run record Babe Ruth broke in eight? 
Scott, you know, I don't know anything I know. earlier than the 80s baseball, let alone the 1880s. I know one of those names. So if you <laughs> want to go with the one I know. Yeah, we'll check in. Hey, Derailed L Train is checked in. B Rod and Griff, you guys can talk it out. You put out the guess of Honus Wagner, but I don't think he was much of a home run guy, but he's definitely before Ruth. Yeah, I was just trying to think like, yeah, he's the first name that I can think of. And I don't think he was either. I don't think Cobb was much of one either. Me neither. Home runs weren't really super easy or big back then. Uh, Jimmy Fox came to mind because he was the second person to be in the 500 home run club. But I think Ruth began his career before him. um, So I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Fox is better than anything I can think of. Because sure, okay, we'll guess Jimmy Fox, not to be confused with Jamie. Fair enough. And derailed L train. What do you guys got? Only person whose name made any sort of sense to me in this one was Jimmy Fox. So we also checked in with Jimmy Fox. Unfortunately, no points will be awarded. Uh, the correct answer is Roger Connor. Connor had 138 home runs in his 18-year career. His career home run record stood for 23 years after his retirement in 1897. Jesus. Who? I don't know. I'll let you have a free one there, I guess. I couldn't tell you anything else about Roger Connor other than he held the home run record before Babe Ruth. Okay, we're going to move we're going to move out of the 1800s. Question 3. A head coach today, point guard for the Cornhuskers. Drafted by Nuggets. You want to go with it? Yeah, I think so. All right. We'll, we'll check in. Hey, derailed L trains checked in. B Rod and Griffey, you guys can talk it out. I mean, your guess is fine. I, yeah, it was, it was either him or, like I said, I didn't, I, I know that I knew that about Kerr. I don't know why I was thinking it was him. So I think, uh, just because I only know this guy as a player and when he was a coach, the first successful time around, we all know he wasn't really coaching the team. Um, but now he's head coach of the Clips, and I don't know if he ever played for the Nuggets or if he played for Nebraska, but he was a point guard, so I was thinking Tyron Lue. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm good with that. Uh, I can't like this is this is me saying something based off of someone's skin color. So everybody relax for a second. In my head, I was like, oh, this sounds like it could be Fred Hoiberg. And then I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> no, he's not a coach anymore because he's terrible. Um, and didn't he go to Iowa State? And isn't that why they called him the mayor of Ames or whatever? Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I'm good with Tyron Lue. Yeah, I think Tyron Lue is probably, I don't know. He didn't do anything except get crossed over and stepped over by AI. So. Yeah, and, and win championships. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Coach James was there for that Cavs season. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are checking in with Tyron Lue. Hey, and derailed L-Train. What do you guys got? Yeah, we were uh, we were good with that, too, so we went with Tyron Lue. <laughs> Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Tyron Lue. Uh, Lue was traded on draft night to the Los Angeles Lakers with Tony Batie in exchange for Nick Van Exel. Oh, I like Tony Petit. Nick Van Exel, what a guy. He could not make his free throws, and so he would take like a whole foot's length back away from the line uh, and shot from there and was great after that. He was overshooting every time, so his coach just told him to take a step back away from the line, and it worked for him. Yeah, that's pretty good uh, advice. Question four. 
missed a two-foot putt, 1989 Masters, lost to Nick Faldo. All right, Marcus and I will check in because we both have a similar guess independently of one another. All right, derailed L train, you guys can talk it out. Probably, uh, so missing a two-foot putt, probably should have taken a step back. Going back to Nick Van Exel taking a step back from the free throw line. Eric usually gets answers when I sing, so I take one step forward, two steps back. We go together because opposites attract. It ain't fiction, it's a matter of fact. We go together because opposites attract. All right, so... I was not anticipating Paul Abdul making an <laughs> appearance on this episode. Hey, she is forever your girl. I feel like the only person that makes sense there is going to be Greg Norman. Well, I sang. You got an answer, so check it in. We'll check in with Greg Norman. Okay, and B-Rod and Griffey, what do you guys got? We actually went with MC Scat Cat from the Opposites Attract music video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I told, uh, I sent him, I said, I I know I've, I know I've know, I heard, I know this name, and... Josh, you've said this to me multiple times. You said when you start writing games, you're going to just stumble across stuff and you're going to know it. And so I had to put my head in my hands like I do. And Norman popped in my head. And then as soon as I typed that, Ryan said, Greg Norman, maybe. And then also had a bunch of like actual information. And so we checked in with Greg Norman. Unfortunately, no points will be. Damn it. The correct answer is Scott Hoke. Um, Hoke missed this putt in the first playoff hole that would have won him the tournament, and he would go on to never win a major. Probably should have won that one. We might know who he is. His mother doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> uh, okay, question five. And then we'll be done with this uh, haiku round. Missed penalty kick. Roberto Baggio did. Who won the World Cup? I, uh, I I know I can lock in on this one, Marcus, if you trust me. With my life. Ooh. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're checking in. <laughs> I'm fully turned on over here. <laughs> uh, Marcus has that effect on uh, many, a, many a person. So Absolutely. So B-Rod and Griffey are checked in, so D-Rod L-Train, you guys can talk it out. Ash knows I don't do soccer, so. I said soccer, I'm out. That was our chat. <laughs> It was early 90s, so 90, 94. Okay. So he wants who won in 94. Yep. Because Baggio, he's Italian. I know that. Why can't I, why do I know the loser? So who won the World Cup? Brazil, Germany, Argentina, Uruguay. Boy. Let's just go Brazil. Okay. We'll check in with Brazil. All right. And B Rod and Griffey, what do you guys got? Y'all are just going to get away with your freaking easy guesses. It is Brazil. When in doubt, guess Brazil on World Cup. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Brazil. Uh, Baggio missed Italy's final penalty kick attempt with Italy down 3-2 to two to Brazil in penalty kicks in the 1994 World Cup Finals. The kick sailed well over the crossbar. If you look at this, it's ridiculous. It's not even... It's embarrassingly sad. But is he still alive because of it? He is. <laughs> Italy doesn't quite take uh, take it as seriously as... I don't remember what country it was. Colombia. Uh, Colombia. Colombia with the own goal. Yeah, they're not run by a drug lord. After the first quarter, we had the following scores. Uh, derailed L-Train has 60. B-Rod and Griffey leading the way with 90. All right, today's second quarter will be five on five. 
five on five. For this quarter, there will be five categorized lists containing five items each, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. List number one. The last five Americans to medal in men's singles figure skating at the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, if you want to check those in, I'm good. Oh, yeah, I can check in with the list that I have. Okay. So B-Rod and Griffey are checked in. So derailed L-Train, you guys can talk it out. Correct, Eric. It's just the metal. Yeah, I, so. you, that makes it a little easier. Never mind. Holy crap. Um, so then there's Evan Lisak. Yeah, I, I think Johnny Weir probably won. Something, right? I, I know who he is. I would think that reason is because he won some medals. I don't remember him winning anything. I think he was. Okay. So, I don't, but it doesn't mean he didn't. Right. Um, there's last name. I don't know how to pronounce Gobel. Gobel. He was a few years ago. And then there's Gutano, okay. which you said, and I think Hamilton. So that's four. Yeah, it's it's four if we if we don't include Weir. So we would do. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't that's know. Fine. If he did. I'm fine with leaving him off. I. All right, so let's go with uh, Evan Lezak, um, last name Gobel, Gobel, I don't know, it's like Geo, I don't know, whatever. Um, Boitano and Hamilton. Okay, and B-Rod and Griffey, what do you guys have? Uh, I actually have the same four, but if we want to be super picky, it's seven Lysacek. Um I have Lysacek winning gold in 2010, Brian Boitano yeah. getting gold in 88, Hamilton gold 84, and Timothy Goebel got bronze, and I think it was 2002. The other guy was, I think, at the Atlanta Games, but he never won nationals, and he never won worlds. He was super forgettable, just had like one really good year there, and was done, and I can't get his name. So the four I have are Lysacek, Boitano, Hamilton, and Timothy Goebel. Okay, um, so I guess the question is, are, are, do you guys feel comfortable with me giving points for? Give them their uh, points. I mean, Lezak, you, I can, yeah. I can yeah. see well, what the. I, yes, I can. Yeah. I can screenshot our chat, and he spelled it as license check. Okay, uh, okay. you're good. That's yeah, fine. no, That's no, fine. you guys are good. You guys are good. I, I was leaning that way myself to give them the points. Uh, both the fact that some getting... straight dudes got some figure skating questions is impressive enough for me to. Yeah, so... <laughs> give you some points. Both uh, both teams will be getting 40 points. Uh, most recently, Evan Lysacek uh, won gold at the Vancouver Olympics in 2010. Uh, Timothy Gable won bronze at the 2002 Salt Lake City Games. Um, the one that you guys were missing, I think, um, Ryan, I think you're on to it, but it wasn't. Um, it was, oh, it was 92. It wasn't it was 92, Alberville. It was the silver and it was Paul Wiley. Yeah, nope, that name is never going to stick. Uh, and then Brian Boitano <laughs> and Scott Hamilton round out uh, round out the five. So, good job, both teams. Job, Brian. Hey, you knew one from South Park. I, I did. I did. <laughs> Brian Boitano, my balls. Listen, oh, I'm yeah, s- I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm still waiting to take on Marcus and South Park trivia. We got to do oh. this. Hey, Brilliant. list number two. 
the five running backs with the highest career yards per carry average having at least a thousand rushing attempts? We'll check in. Okay, B. Rod and Griffey's checked in. Derailed L train. You guys can talk it out. And might have a thousand carries. He should. This year alone, he probably. I think he was up around. He was over a hundred this year. Yeah. I mean, he's got to play ten years. So I think I think that's good. <laughs> so so far that puts us with Jamal Charles, Jim Brown, Cam Newton. Yeah, I was trying to think of guys that would get a lot of yards. I think it's going to be like oh, there's Jim Brown's on there. I, I feel like there's going to be a, another old guy, another couple older guys on there. Yeah. Um, what about somebody like Joe Perry from Aerosmith? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it's Joe Perry or possibly Gail Sayers. Oh, yeah, Gail Sayers is a good one. So my my five would be Charles Brown, Cam, and then either Perry Sayers. I Barry scares me off a little bit with his That's a him. lot of his negative runs. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, do you want to do four then? Let's go four. Let's go Charles Brown, Cam, and I. I think I like Gail Sayers better. Okay. So that'll, that'll be our four. Okay, and B-Rod and Griffey, what do you guys have? Our strategy paid off, Marcus. Huh? Our strategy paid off. It did. We weren't super confident on this, and so we went low, hoping that you guys would mess up. And the question says to name running backs, and you named Cam oh, Newton, who's a quarterback. It does say running backs, doesn't it? So the yeah. only two that we went with... Uh, Marcus, Marcus had a lot of confidence. I did not, and he... Uh, well, I decided to so, go with the strategic element here. <laughs> yeah, so I I know Jim Brown's on that list because Jim Brown just the, he's always at the top. Whenever you see that list, he's at the top or near the top. And then um, I contributed Sanders, Barry Sanders, and, and then I, that's where I, we shut it off. Yeah, and I I agree with Eric. I know he he did lose more yardage than anyone, but still he just. I I had a feeling that he was on there, so we went with uh, we che- we checked in with Jim Brown and Barry Sanders. Okay. One team will be getting points. Don't feel too bad, Eric. Um, Cam Newton isn't the only reason you're not getting the points. Uh, Gail Sayers came up short on number of carries. He had like 960 ish, so he wow. didn't quite get to the thousand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the five are Jamal Charles, who's uh, number one off of this criteria with 5.38 wow. rushing uh, yards per carry. Second is Jim Brown, 5.22. You did mention number three, Joe Perry, 5.04. Barry oh. Sanders, fourth with 4.99. And current player, Derek Henry, 4.96. Um, I've, I would never have said his So name. the other running backs with less than a thousand rushing attempts um, is Marion Motley. Oh yeah. 5.7. Mercury Morse 5.14 and Gail Sayers, Gail Sayers at 5.00. The quarterbacks in the top 12, Michael Vick 7.00, Randall Cunningham 6.36, Russell Wilson 5.61 and Cam Newton 5.04. All right, moving on to list number three. Uh, the list is the five 
the first five unique teams to win the WNBA championship. Okay. So, yeah, we're, we're checked yeah. in. Okay, derailed L trains checked in. B Rod and Griff, you guys can talk it out. All right. So, Marcus and I have switched roles because now he's saying we should go with four and play it safe. Whereas by the minute, I'm getting slightly more confident in my other guess and I might want to go all five just flex. Okay. But flex on them. Hey, talk, flex we'll, on we'll, them. We'll talk it out. Okay. So, the Houston Comets won the first like four in a row. Yep. Because they had Cynthia Cooper, who's just a Titan, Cheryl Swopes. Yep. Um, and then the Sparks started to win because they and the Lakers were winning at the same time and it was super cute and um, whatnot. <laughs> and then um, I, the Detroit Shock won, and I want to say it was 03. Yeah, um, Beer as the coach. I believe so. And mm-hmm. then um, uh, the Storm. Because they won recently, and I remember seeing it was their third or fourth title, and I remember the first of those being in 2004, because that was either Sue Bird's first or second season. Yeah, Sue Bird, Lauren Jackson. And then um, if we had to pick a fifth one, which I'm getting more confident on, I want to say it's the uh, Sacramento Monarchs, um, because I know that they've won, and I always forget that they exist. And I think it's not the Lynx, because that was like 2011, and I think we're still mid-2000s. And the only other one I think it could be would be the Mercury with Diana Taurasi, but I feel that they didn't win with her until uh, several years into her career, like three, four, five. So I'm 100% confident on Comet, Spark, Shock, and Storm. If we want to flex, we could go Monarchs. I will let you decide whether or not we flex. you, You started this conversation with... I with increasing confidence, so flex on them. Okay, so our we will go with five of them. We will say the Houston Comets, the Los Angeles Sparks, the Detroit Shock, the Seattle Storm, and the Sacramento Monarchs. Okay, and derailed L train. What do you guys? I I I don't understand what's happening here. You said this was for me, and this was my opportunity, and then Ryan just came in and just stole all that. I can't even add to it because. It's exactly what I would have said in the style that I would have said it. The only thing I probably would have added was the name Swin Cash for the chalk, but everything else, like, yeah, that's the same five that we have as well. Okay. Ooh. Both teams will be getting their points. Um, and yeah, there's not much else to say. Uh, Ryan kind of took it all other than the, I love women's sports. It's so fun. You were correct. The Mercury would have been, were the next to win in 2007. And then the next unique after that was the links in 2011. So there were a bunch of other repeat ones that, you know, the, the shock mm-hmm. one again in 08 storm in 06 and 10 Mercury one in also in 09. So well done guys. Moving on to list four. The list is the top five career goal scorers who started their NHL careers in the 2000s. No, he was he was before 90. Okay. I was at that draft, actually. Good <laughs> yeah, for you. That's that right. <laughs> You've been to an NHL draft. That's pretty awesome. I loved every That's second awesome. of it. I wish I could go Everyone again. The Sabres took that fake guy. I think we're I think we're good with that, Scott. We gotta make up points. So we're checked in. We're, we're checked in. All right. B Rod and Griffey, you guys can talk it out. Um, of course. I mean Ovechkin and Crosby right off the bat. Um Marcus posited Steven Stamkos, which sounds 
good to me. Um, because he's he started his career later two thousands, but he's just scoring all the good damn time. Um, I don't think it's Joe Thornton. I think he started in the nineties, if I'm remembering my. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, well, he's like hundred and two, so he started in the eighteen nineties. I mean, um, right? Yeah, he's old as shit. So yeah, I get it. Um, so I think we're, we're actually just checking in with those three. Maybe. Yeah, I I threw yeah I threw out Kopitar, but I don't know if he had the longevity. I just remember that name, uh, for the Kings. So mm-hmm. I'm good with uh, Ovechkin, Crosby, and Stamkos. Sounds good to me. All right, we're checking that in. Okay, and derailed L train. What do you guys got? So Scott actually helped. So yes, so I, I, I named Scott the hockey help. boys that everyone knows: Crosby and Ovechkin. <laughs> so he started me there. Um, he did suggest Joe Thornton, which Joe Thornton was 97 draft. He suggested LeCavier, which is 98 draft in Buffalo that I was at. That's why that started that conversation. Um, yeah. So uh, Ilya Kovalchuk is on the list. Um, and then we also went with Eric Stahl and Rick Nash. Okay, so those are your five. Love Rick Nash, yes. by the way. One team will be getting their points, and that team is derailed L-Train. Uh, it is Ovechkin, Crosby, Kovalchuk, Nash, and Stahl. Stamkos is sixth. Um, and I think part of it is, you know, he started in 08, where uh, Ovechkin and Crosby were both 05, Kovalchuk's 01, Nash was 02, and Stahl was 03. So. I knew I never would have come up with Nash. Oh, Nash was my favorite <laughs> hockey player, like, from... 02 to like 07 and he uh he retired a couple of seasons ago so yep. he was the only one i mean did kovalchuk retire after last season or is he he's he's probably in russia somewhere okay. to be honest i mean yager's still playing over in russia so just because his his years is 01 to 20 so but all and then obviously three of them are still playing so i th- i think kovalchuk played for i maybe the kings last year possibly okay all right, that brings us to the last list of five on five. The list is the last five schools to win the men's college world series. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, we will check in. Hey, B Rod and Griffier checked in. Derailed L training, you guys can talk it out. So we have the three I'm certain of are Florida, Coastal Carolina, yeah. and Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt seems to always be one of those teams that's always. Yeah. We'll Purdue, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I said Oregon State went, but I have no idea if they won or lost. You think they may have won? Yeah, I feel like there's a 50-50 chance they won if they, if they played in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I like those odds. <laughs> Normally, when you go one-on-one with another uh, team, you have a 50-50 chance of winning. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just don't pay enough attention to it anymore. I did more when I was, like, college-aged. Right. Yeah. So then there's also the time where Vanderbilt and Virginia went back and forth, whereas they faced each other one year, and the one I think Vanderbilt won. And then they faced each other the next year, and I think Virginia won, but I don't know okay. when that happened. I'm wondering if that was around. Um, Obviously, Virginia was really good in basketball a couple of years yeah. ago. So I, I, 
this wasn't it wasn't long ago that it happened, but it it might be outside yeah. the, the. That's what I'm trying to wonder. If, like I don't remember anything about them winning like year, like in basketball and right, baseball. So, so we can we can do one of two things or one of three things, I guess. Is we can just go with the three that I'm certain of. We can go with the three plus Oregon State and just flip a coin and hope that they won that year, or we can go with you know Virginia because. I don't want to put us in too much of a hole with missing link. Like, okay. The only reason I, I would I would say Oregon State over Virginia because I don't know Virginia is in that in that last five. Oregon State I know was like yeah. two years ago, and they they either won or lost. And my history on this podcast is I love to yes. risk and gamble, so we're gonna right. go for. Uh, we'll go Florida, Coastal Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Oregon State. Okay, and B Rod and Griffey, what do you guys got? Marcus posited Vandy because they're always there. I remember Oregon State beating Arkansas, thankfully, and then uh, Coastal Carolina because, you know, schools like that don't win things pretty often. So those were our three, Vandy, Coastal, and the Beavers. All right. Both teams will be getting their points. And, Eric, if you had been a true gambling man, you would have gotten 50 points. Really? It was Virginia? The fifth is Virginia in 2015. So it went Vanderbilt 2019, Oregon State 2018, Florida 2017, Coastal Carolina 2016, Virginia 2015, Vanderbilt again in 2014. So I remember when that was. And then after that, it was UCLA, Arizona, and then back-to-back South Carolina. All right, after the second quarter, uh, we have the following score. Uh, derailed L train has now taken the lead with 240 to B Rod and Griffey's 230. So it's a ball game. That brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. So today's halftime show will be sports movie Tribons. Simply name the actor, male or female, who appeared in all three sports movies. Tribond number one, The Program, Major League Two, Love and Basketball. Yes. (laughs) We're checked in. (laughs) Hey, Derailed L-Train is checked in. B-Rod and Griff, you guys can talk it out. I've not seen Love and Basketball in a hundred years. Um, I think this is Omar Epps. Um, he would have been like two when Major League Two came out. Um, I was thinking it was uh, 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 the 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 dad, the Allstate guy, Dennis Haysbert, because he's in Major League, and he's in um, he's he's Omar Epps's dad in Love and Basketball, because the mom is Alfre think- Woodard. I think that's the the bait to get you away from it. I'm pretty sure. So in Major League, uh, Wesley Snipes plays Willie Mays Hayes. And I believe Omar Epps, uh, um, I believe Omar Epps took over as Willie Mays Hayes in Major League 2 because I don't think Snipes came back. Okay. Isn't that in? That in, sounds good to me. The, he's the main character in Love and Basketball, right? I've never watched it. He I, is, yeah. With uh, okay. Sonal Lawson. And I think he's a running back in the program, I think. Okay, I'll trust you then. All right, we're going to check in with Omar Epps. 
Okay, and derailed L train. What do you guys have? You couldn't go with the All State guy, really? Um, yeah, it's uh, Quincy McCall himself from Love and Basketball. It's Omar Epps. Uh, both teams will be getting points. I actually was not trying to derail you, so then I was like, "Is the other guy in the program as well?" <laughs> uh, I mean, he wouldn't have been a player, but um, the correct answer is Omar Epps. And Marcus, you were absolutely correct. Uh, he was Willie Mays Hayes in Major League Two. Well done, Marcus. Don't don't thank me because I actually watched Major League Two. So yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I, I prefer it. <laughs> Oh, God. Your first three. Scott Bakula vehicle. Oh, oh, oh God. So. Okay, moving on <laughs> to Tribon 2 before this, before you guys say things that you can't take back. Blue Chips, Little Giants, Prefontaine. We're going to check in. Okay, B Rod and Griffey's checked in, derailed L train. You guys can talk it out. So from the little giants, he's the only I, one. That I know. I keep trying to think two. of little, like the little giants. If there's another like parent or adult, but I can't. Rick, Rick no. Moranis would not have been in nope. blue chips. Can't see him in that. <laughs> um, the dad from Little Giants for that was the the father of Spike. Um, I don't think he's ever <laughs> had a working job ever again, right. unless he was like an extra on Law and Order. But right, we know it's not a box. Um, yeah. She's got other things holding yeah. it on right now. Um, um, I, yeah, I was trying to get it from the little giant side and just think of who else it could possibly be. Especially if it's in chronological order. Right. So they would have had to have been in blue chips, which is before little yeah. giants. I, I haven't, again, I, I saw blue chips when I was maybe seven or eight years old, had not seen it since. So I, I yeah. really can't tell you unless, who's in that besides Shaq. Unless, and I doubt. So that's the thing. I mean, you could probably have one of the the NFL players m- maybe show up in blue chips somewhere. But not Prefontaine. <laughs> um, but not Prefontaine. Right. That's the Jared so Leto. I think I don't. I think, yeah. I think Ed O'Neill yeah, makes the most sense. I, yeah, that's fine. I I love me some Jay Pritchett. So we'll check in with Ed O'Neill. Okay, and B Rod and Griffey, what do you guys have? We went with the same. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is Ed O'Neill. Moving on to Tribond three. The movies are Major League, Tin Cup, Two for the Money. I uh, I think I actually know this one, Marcus. Let me see if this sounds good to you. I'm good with that. Okay, we've checked in. Hey, B-Rod and Griffey are checked in. Derailed L-Train, you guys can talk it out. The only one I've seen of these three is Major League. I think parts of Tim Cup. I've definitely not. I Like I said, I forgot Two for the Money with you thing until right now who's that the 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 woman from tin cup what was her name i don't know who's in tin cup besides kevin costner is it like renee, renee russo renee zellweger there's a couple of renees no there's only one um because no one renee zellweger has changed her face so that's, i don't even recognize okay, that's her fair. that's valid <laughs> you had me a hello but um, have you seen so I say we go. I don't. I I don't know two for the money at all. But I feel like she may have been in Major Maybe League. Russo. Yeah. Sure. All right. We'll we'll check in with Renee Russo if that's the person I'm thinking of. Hey, and B. Rod and Griffey, what do you guys have? We knew it was Renee Russo. Yeah, both teams are getting points. Correct answer is Renee Russo. And uh, two for the money might be a little, I mean, it's about sports gambling, so, you know, sports-ish. Yes. 
All right, moving on to Tribond 4. Wildcats. White men can't jump. Semi-pro. Yeah, Marcus and I'll check in. Okay, B-Rod and Griffey's checked in. Derailed L-Train, you guys can talk it out. So I know Woody Harrelson's in White Men Can't Jump, Obviously. and he's also in Semi-Pro. Yeah. Um, Have you seen Wildcats? I don't even know what it is. Okay, yeah, I I don't either. I thought he was talking about High School Musical because their team was called the Wildcats. Yeah. Harrelson, not in that. Just, just FYI. Um, Unless he's trying to... Tr- trip us up but i i say we, we... I, I if he's yeah he's definitely in two so and I, this is going to be before white men can't jump so he could have had a smaller role okay so i guess we'll, yeah we'll check in with uh, woody harrelson all right and b rod and griffey what do you guys have yeah i i just put in the chat i said harrelson's in two of those and, and Wildcats was a film movie from the 80s it had a bunch of small roles i think it was an early role for wesley snipes too yeah, and I and I thought Snipes, and then but I could I was like I don't think he's in Semi Pro unless it was some <laughs> weird little one off thing. So yeah, we also checked in with Woody Harrelson. Both teams are getting points, and uh, Ryan, you did uh, take a little bit of my flavor text there that Wesley Snipes is actually in two of these. Uh, he was also in <laughs> Wildcats with Woody Harrelson. Um, Wildcats, uh, I think they played high school football players, and Goldie Hawn was their coach. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Moving on to see. This is Eric. This is what's wrong with my halftime questions. <laughs> it's not over yet. <laughs> All right. Try bond number five. Uh, the movies are A League of Their Own, The Great White Hype, and The Benchwarmers. Had to have a benchwarmers. Uh, oh wait, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're checked in. I wait. No, that's that's it, dude. Are you sure? It's the two out of three thing again. Okay. Because I don't know about the 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 one. I've never even heard of it, so we're checked in. Okay, derailed L trains checked in. B Rod and Griff, you guys can talk it out. Uh, If I'm remembering correctly, he plays the guy that more or less funds the team in the bench warmers. because I know he's in a league of their own. Um, I'm, I think it's probably John Lovitz. I was just going to say John John Lovitz is the only... I've never seen the Great White Hype, but John Lovitz in the Benchwarmers is that creepy rich guy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm good with that. Oh, sure. We'll check in with uh, John Lovitz. All right. Derailed L-Train, what do you guys have? It's one of my favorite parts of A League of Their Own is his part, is his role in that movie is just awesome. It's great. He's just going home to give his wife a pickle tickle. So, you know, <laughs> check it with John Lovitz. And both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is John Lovitz. Well done. Um, one thing I almost use for the Woody Harrelson one, I'm trying to come up, find what the movie was, that Woody Harrelson was a boxer trying to remember what that movie was was it antonio bear bone. yeah that one i mm. almost used that but then i saw that wesley snipes was a ringside fan so i'm like well then he's technically in all three so oh, <laughs> man. should have been bonus points for that one <laughs> play it to the bone but well done guys you guys swept the halftime it was one apparently one of my easier half times and that's okay because i've had some tough ones 
after halftime, we have the following scores. The difference didn't change, but their totals did. Derailed L train at 340, B Rod and Griffey, 330. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Missing link question number one. What two-sport professional athlete played three seasons at safety for the Atlanta Falcons before starting his Major League Baseball career in which he played for four teams, including two stints with the Atlanta Braves? We can check in. I'm 100% on that. B-Rod and Griffey's checked in, so derailed L-Train. You guys can talk it out. So hard to start without a year. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's probably later than the 70s. You can see a lot of the crossover. You don't really see it nowadays either. As so. much, right. So, I mean, this is probably between like the 70s and Sanders. <laughs> Safety for the Falcons. Played for four, two stints with the Braves. Probably an outfielder. You know, it seems like defensive backs. Okay. Play, you know, the speed. So, I'm trying to think of, I'm, I can only get it from the Braves side, most likely. Outfielder that had two stints with them. Falcons, maybe the 80s or the 90s. That's what I'm, yeah, I mean, did Ron Gant play in the NFL? No, but you know who did at the same time as Ron Gant around there? Brian Jordan. Yes, that is it. Right? He did go back to the Braves, too. He went to the Cardinals, I believe, and then he did go back to Atlanta. So he did have two stints there. Yep. And he played in the NFL? Yes. I'm pretty sure he did. I remember them saying it when he would come up to bat. Okay. Yeah, we're checked in with Brian Jordan. B. Rod and Griffey, what do you guys have? Yeah, um, I knew this immediately because, yeah, it's just one of those things that I know. And, yeah, I, so we checked in with Brian Jordan. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Brian Jordan. Uh, Jordan was a one-time All-Star and a one-time alternate to the Pro Bowl. You forgot about Brian Jordan. Question number Never two. forget Brian Jordan. I never will again. Question number two. What defensive end who was placed on injured reserve with a knee injury following week 11 of the 2020 NFL season is also a quarterback that some bench warmers believe is bordering on elite. <laughs> we, we can check, check in. in. Wow. We can check in you asshole. <laughs> Where's that board? What border? <laughs> uh, both teams are checked in. Is that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, B. Rod and Griffey, why don't you guys, uh, you know, give me your answer first. 
<laughs> borderline elite uh, DN that have the same name, Josh Allen. And derailed L train. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> Josh Allen. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen, the Jaguars defensive end, made the 2019 Pro Bowl after his rookie season. And uh, Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, has been named to the 2020 Pro Bowl following his third season in the league. I don't know if that really required being called an asshole for, but... (laughs) (laughs) Theme-linked answers thus far are Brian Jordan and Josh Allen. Question three, what 2004 NBA champion would go on to win a gold medal at the 2008 Beijing Olympics? And you're sure that's who it was, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll check in. Okay. Derailed. L trains checked in. B-Rod and Griff, you guys can talk it out. Well, of course, the Pistons. They had that killer starting lineup of Wallace Squared, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey, and Tayshaun Prince. And I was trying to think of Olympic basketball teams, and I don't remember the Wallaces or Chauncey doing anything. And between Rip and Tayshaun, I think Tayshaun would be a little fresher. And so uh, our guess was Tayshaun Prince. I guess I was confused uh, at the question. So we're just trying to figure out who was on the 08 olympic team like yeah who won gold in the olympics in 08 and who won with the pistons in 04 so chauncey would have been with the the nuggets the nuggets by then i mean wallace did win what like three straight uh ben wallace won like three straight he won two defensive players then ron artest won and then ben wallace won twice again so that puts him as defensive player of the year in 08 right yeah, um, I still don't think he was okay, on the Olympic so still, team. I can't, okay. I can't picture him in my head on that okay. team. I can't picture the the, the big hair and the, <laughs> the height. Okay, if you want to go, with, if you feel more comfortable about Tayshon, then I do. Okay, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys are check, checking, checking in with, in with Tayshon Prince. Derailed L train. What do you guys have? Uh, yeah, we tried to narrow this one down. Which piston, uh, you know, would have played on the Olympic team in 2008. And then Eric said, wasn't that the year that the USA should have bed? And I said, if that's the case, then it's probably Tayshawn with him just being kind of the, the least well-known. And I mean, he was a great player, but, you know, hadn't reached superstardom. So based on that criteria, we also checked in with Tayshawn Prince. And both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Tayshawn Prince. Prince is currently the vice president of basketball affairs for the Memphis Grizzlies. And your theme linked answers thus far are Brian Jordan, Josh Allen, and Tayshawn Prince. Moving on to question four. What wide receiver was a Hall of Fame finalist in 2020, his first year of eligibility? All right. Do you want to check in then? Um, Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Yes, I agree with you. We I agree have with you. to. Yeah, yeah. And we, we don't say the the theme until after the fifth right. one, and he answers right. us, Kurt. Yeah, he'll, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we are checking in. Okay, B Rod and Griffey's checked in. Derailed L train. You guys can talk it out. All right. So without talking too much about what we think the theme is, 
why why it's like why would Roots and Holt why would it be their first year of eligibility though? That it does it, it, it that's what I mean. It doesn't make sense, but I know they've been up. Yeah. In twenty twenty. But like first year of eligibility to me would think, you know, they retired like five years ago. So I, again, some of the names like Bolden, the Johnsons, yeah, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, but not not Jordy. So other receivers at Brandon Marshall, guys that but to be a finalist? Yeah. Heinz Ward? No. Too old. Like, still, again. Yeah, still. right. He, yeah, he retired. Like, Steve Smith. Reggie Wayne. Senior. Reggie Wayne. I mean, I none, think of it's them, re- none of them it, fit it, our potential theme, but Wayne fits. The, I, the I, think it, I, I think Reggie Wayne. It's not. It, it's going to put us back to, to you know, the back square start. one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the time, the time frame works out, right? Because so, he went to the Patriots, was it, right? For, like, yeah. that, that last year. So I say I say we go with with Wayne and just we got to start from build up again for our theme, but it doesn't matter because they we already know they've checked in. So yeah, all right, yeah. So that, that works for me. I guess. We'll check in with Reggie Wayne. Okay, and B Rod and Griffey, what do you guys have? Marcus, how how long is it until you get to be eligible for the Hall of Fame? Ugh, um, I think it's like five years or six years after. I'm not entirely positive like after you retire yeah okay because that makes me be so I, I i i forgot it was like that i thought it was kind of just like rock and roll hall of fame where it's like you know 25 or 20 years after however many years <laughs> after you first started playing yeah. so i just went back 20 years and i was like okay who had started around 2000 2001 and i thought about guys like isaac bruce who had started earlier tory holt um was something i really considered for a minute uh, we both put up Calvin Johnson's name, but he started later than that. And then I actually went with Reggie Wayne. Yep. And I agreed with him. Both teams are getting their points. Correct answer is Reggie Wayne. Uh, no surprise. Wayne is once again, a finalist for the 2021 hall of fame class. The theme linked answers thus far are Brian Jordan, Josh Allen, Tayshawn Prince and Reggie Wayne. I think I know it, Eric. Moving on to question five. Who is the only second baseman to have 100 or more RBIs in six consecutive seasons? All right, we're checking in. Okay, B-Rod and Griffey's checked in. Derailed L-Train, you guys can talk it out. Second baseman, 100 or more RBI in six consecutive seasons. Brett Boone? Marcus did check in pretty quick. That's, yeah, I know. I don't think like Robbie Cano, but I don't think he got to 100 six years in a row. Yeah. Ryan Sandberg. It's got it. Just with how fast he checked. I know. It also could have just been because they know the theme and they already had the name teed up. Because like Brett Boone was good for six years. But I don't know if he was. 100 RBI 100. good. Jeff Kent. Maybe. 100 RBI good. I mean, uh, I'm saying Fran with Bonds and Aurelia and those guys. Six years. I mean, Bonds was getting on, you know, the intentional walks. Let's. I, I, it let's, could be any of those guys. Let's go. Oh, it fits with my theme. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's got to be. So we're we're checked in with uh, Jeff Kent. Okay, and B. Rod and Griffey, what do you guys have? Shoot for it, Marcus. I knew this for a couple of reasons. Yes, the theme helped, um, but also because I wrote a question uh, regarding this person. So the uh, yeah, we also checked in with Jeff Kent. Once again, both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Jeff Kent. Kent accomplished this feat from 1997 to 2002. Theme-linked answers are Brian Jordan, Josh Allen, Tayshawn Prince, 
Reggie Wayne and Jeff Kent. One team has submitted a guest so far, and they did so after the fourth question was asked. So at this point, uh, and that was B-Rod and Griffey, so Derailed L-Train, you guys can talk out what you believe your uh, theme guess, you know, is. I'm mean, happy that I figured it out. <laughs> I only know two of those is. Well, so we got Barry Allen's The Flash. Didn't right? know that. Bruce Wayne. Obviously, Clark Kent. Diana Jordan, right? Who's is her name or something like that? Who's I that? Don't there's Diana in there. Diana Prince, Diana Jordan is one of them. But I feel like it fits. Um, okay. Isn't uh, isn't uh, Jordan is someone? Michael, Hal Jordan? Is Michael something? Jordan? Yes, he's a superhero in yeah, Space yeah. Jam. See? It's true. I'll take it. So uh, we're going to check in with uh, last names of superheroes. Uh, it needs to be a little more specific than that. Uh, is it DC? DC? I will accept that. that. I will okay. accept DC. <laughs> B-Rod and Griffey, uh, what was your guys' theme? We said that they were members of the Justice League. For the same reasons, Hal Jordan, Lantern, yep. Barry Allen's Flash, Diane Prince is Wonder Woman, Reggie Wayne is... Uh, Reggie Wayne, Bruce Wayne is Batman, <laughs> Clark Kent. What's funny, though, is on the Jeff Kent question, I kept trying to think of people with the last name Clark because I'm just an idiot. <laughs> well, I'm an idiot. So if you guys can see right behind me, uh, yeah. I was like, so so I'm looking at the names and I'm just struggling, struggling, struggling. And then when Ryan said, oh, I got it. And he sent it. I went, oh, my gosh. And I have a flash drawing over here somewhere. And yeah, I'm like, I was going to feel really bad, Marcus, if I had to tell you to turn around and look at your poster. So I'm, I'm glad yeah. I didn't have to do that. So yeah, thank you, Ryan. Because I wow. Yeah, and if you didn't notice, Marcus turned his computer so that you guys could not see his poster anymore. Really? Oh. <laughs> I did I did that. I did that right after he's right after Ryan we, we submitted it. I just went, mm, I'm just gonna inch this. Yeah, I didn't, didn't even realize on the I, I noticed it and I, I saw it. I said that was slick of you to change your view. Marcus, yeah. I'm only focused on your face, okay? So yes, yeah. the theme <laughs> is they all are. So the theme is they uh, share surnames with original members of DC's Justice League. Yeah, after, after Reggie Wayne, I got on the scent. Um, Eric and I, well, I said to Eric after um, Tayshawn Prince, I was like, I don't know where Brian Jordan went to school, but Josh Allen, the defensive end, and Tayshawn Prince went to Kentucky. So we were thinking, like, could it be P- – and we're trying to think of a wide receiver that would have went to Kentucky for the Hall of Fame one, and we're just like, nobody fits. Like, <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like Randall Cobb. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like, nobody fits. Where did Jordy Nelson go? Right. Kansas yeah. State. So Nelson, to get Kansas off State. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay, so after the third order, we have a lead change. Derailed L-Train has 490, and B-Rod and Griffey have 530. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today were inspired by Ryan, and they are as follows. What? Question one. Butts. Yeah. Question two. Stuff. Fanny. Question three. Booty. Question four. Cheeks. And question five. 69. Oh, man. Somebody 
remembers me on Triviality or Sports <laughs> Triviality any capacity. I'm so honored. Uh, so, uh, butts is in reference to the NFL. Fanny is in reference to the Olympics. Booty is in reference to college football. Cheeks is in reference to the NBA. And 69 is in reference to Major League Baseball. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of butts. In 1990, Marion Butts ran for a career-high 1,225 yards, finishing third in the league behind what two Hall of Fame running backs? All right, let's go with it. We'll check in. Okay, derailed L trains checked in. Uh, B Rod and Griffey, you guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager. Okay. All right. So yeah. we're hundred percent on Barry Sanders as a guest because he's Barry freaking Sanders. He we're never, currently he never, waffling. Yeah, yeah, he he never rushed for under a thousand, and he had some massive totals. I think that was his third year. Or no, he won the Heisman in '88. So that would have been his second year, but he's he was always up there. So, yeah. And then Marcus posited Emmett Smith, who was also the first person that came to my mind, but just trying to think of other people who were good around that time. I'm currently leaning towards Thurman Thomas because I do remember in like '90 or '91 he did win an NFL MVP award. Um, and oh. I don't know. I feel yeah, like that. And I, has I like that. I like that better. I like that better. It'd be easy to say Emmett and Barry. And I think Emmett, I can't remember that might've been his rookie year. So I, I like, I like Thurman Thomas better. So. So we'll, we'll check in with, uh, Barry, Wichita, Kansas represent Sanders and, uh, Thurman Thomas of the Buffalo bills. For how many points? 100. Okay. And derailed L train. Um, what do you have for an answer, and how much did you guys wager? So uh, immediately, Barry and Emmett came out, but I didn't remember Emmett winning it that year. I can pretty much go down the list of you know winners from then. I almost missed the Hall of Fame part of the question again, which I tend to do in you know from question to question. Um, so Bobby Humphrey crossed my mind, Ernest Biner crossed my mind, um, and then Scott like pointed out that he make the Hall of Fame. No, Bobby Humphrey did not make the Hall of Fame. I didn't think so. So we checked in with Barry and Thurman Thomas. How many points? 100. Okay, both teams are correct and will be getting their 100 points. And both Oklahoma State Cowboys. So yeah, that was Emmett's rookie season. I think he had 900 and some yards, so he had a, a pretty good rookie campaign. Um, Butts did lead the league in rushing yards per game that season as he only played in 14 games. So. Ooh. One of my favorite running backs from the 90s. Uh, so each team gained 100 points. I'm not going to cover much more of the scores because nothing really changed on the differences. So let's move on to question two in the category of Fanny. Fanny Blockers Kuhn won four Olympic gold medals at the 1948 London Olympics in the 100 meter, 200 meter, 80 meter hurdles, and the 4x100 meter relay while representing what European country? Scott, I know this is going to shock you, but we can actually check this in. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So derailed L train has checked in. So B Rod and Griffey, you guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager. Um, I am letting my teammate uh, handle this. Okay. So I don't know how, how this name uh, stuck in my head, but um, 
I just looking at the way that it's it's spelled out with the the K O E N and the fact that it's Blonkers, um, that solidified my guess as uh, uh, she's 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 Dutch, so she would have been from the Netherlands. Oh, so we're checking in with that for one hundred points. Okay, and derailed L train. What do you guys have? So to shock everybody that listens, um, I actually knew this this immediately. Um, we checked in with Netherlands for 100 points both teams again are correct and will be getting their points uh it is the netherlands uh fanny competed there as a 30 year old mother of two earning her the nickname the flying housewife and was the most successful athlete at the event so i'm super impressed eric that a question about a woman you were right on top of of course apparently for you it's women pre-1980 Women after the 80s, not so much, but let's move on to question three in the category of booty. John David Booty led USC to -to back-to-back Rose Bowl victories for the 2006 and 2007 seasons. Name either Big Ten team that they beat in these games. The one you're more confident on? I think they're both right, to be honest. It's Big Ten football. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, all right, we're checked in. Okay, derailed L trains checked in. So, B. Rod and Griffey, you guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager. I believe 07 was when Michigan lost to App State and they started going down the toilet. But I think at that time they had Mike Hart and uh, uh, Chad uh, Chad Henney. And so, I want to say in 06, I think it might have been them, Michigan. Um, but we we both felt good about that. Um, I didn't even want to try and think of the other one because I don't care but uh so we check <laughs> michigan for 100 points okay and derailed l train what's your answer and how much did you guys wager when you mentioned mike hart and chad henny please never leave out mario manningham <laughs> because what a trio what a set of triplets there um and manningham wasn't even the number one receiver um yeah we also uh first thing i i typed to, to eric was michigan chad henny and he agreed. Uh, he also believed that 2007 was Illinois, which also oh, makes sense. I, think I remember that. A better set of triplets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Juice um, Williams, Aurelius Ben, and Richard Mendenhall. Yes. But, uh, yes. Oh. We also uh, checked in with Michigan for 100 points. Okay. So, once again, same wagers, same answers. Both teams are correct. Uh, and yes, Illinois was the other team. So, Michigan and Illinois. Uh, Booty was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in the fifth round of the 2008 NFL draft, and he never took a regular season snap in the NFL. That's Booty. Question four in the category of Cheeks. Hall of Famer Maurice Cheeks played for five NBA teams during his 15-year career and has been head coach for three NBA teams. What is the only team that he both played for and coached? Okay, we are going to check in. Hey, B. Rod and Griffey are checked in, so derailed L train. You guys can talk it up. Let me know your answer and your wager. So I don't remember him coaching the Hawks. Okay. Because they went Lenny Wilkins. They had Rod Woodson or Mike Woodson for a while. Not Rod Woodson. That would have been interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> Charles. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't remember him coaching the Hawks. Uh, again, he could have. Yeah. No, I, then let's go with your first gut then. I mean, he won a championship with this, the, the Sixers as a player. I know he played this. Yeah, I know he played and there. I know he played it. 
I just but, can't remember if he coached the Sixers or not after Larry Brown. And it's head coach, so it's got to be. Yeah. Let's I don't even it. know what other NBA. Do you know what the other NBA teams he played for? Um, He played for the Knicks. He played for the. Okay. He definitely didn't, didn't coach the Knicks. I want to say the Nets. I don't think he coached the Nets. Atlanta and how many teams? Is that all of them? Five. One more is uh, probably at the end of his career. Yeah, so I let's go 76ers. I think it makes I can when you said 76ers, I mean it's, it made sense. I just didn't want to I feel like he might have coached some of those Andre Iguodala led 76ers team. I say 76ers, it's gotta be it. All right. We are checking in with the Philadelphia 76ers for 100 points. Hey, and B Rod and Griffey, what's your answer and how much did you wager? When you tell me that it's NBA and cheeks. We know it's going to be about Mo, um, and I thought you might go an all-time steals route, but uh, he played almost all his career with these guys and then coached them in the mid-2000s. It's the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, we also wagered 100 points, and I think I believe the other team uh, he coached was Portland, I think. Yeah, I he did was, definitely. I thought it was Detroit. That. He both. Those are the coach Portland, but I didn't know if he ever played. Like obviously, he didn't oh, play. okay. so I didn't think he had. Both teams are correct. The answer is the Philadelphia 76ers. The one team you didn't mention that that uh, Eric didn't mention that he played for was the San Antonio Spurs, and it was actually the second team he played for oh. after the 76ers. So it went 76ers, Spurs, Knicks, Hawks, and Nets. Um, and then as a head coach, first with the Blazers then with the 76ers, and last as a head coach with the Detroit Pistons. Question five in the category of 69. What pitcher who wore number 69 for the Pirates during his first three seasons led the league in innings pitched in 2006 with a different NL Central team? His delivery was somewhat unusual as he incorporated a large leg kick where he would extend his front leg completely straight lifting it up to a level above his waist before delivering the ball. We are checking in. B-Rod and Griffey have checked in. Derailed L-Train, you guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and then your wager. Who was that Reds pitcher? Which one? From, I feel like he... Oh, you know who I think this... I, I, actually, I think I have this. It's, um, he's on the tip of my tongue. I don't remember him with you, the Pirates. You can say it, Scott. We're checked in. Well, no, I, I'm thinking of someone completely different than him because the guy I'm thinking of up in 06, not a red. I don't want to interrupt Eric's process. You know, I might I feel say. Like, I feel like he was like one of those pitchers that hit home runs too. Um, like Bronson Arroyo? Yes, think? that's no. exactly well, who it is. With the Red Sox, though. No. Didn't he? N- he he was with the Reds in 06, and I think that was his big year. Like, I know he was with the Reds in 06, but I thought he started his career with Boston. I don't remember him starting with the Pirates. I'm not saying he didn't. I do think maybe he was in their system. I'm trying to picture He did have an out. unusual delivery style. The first guy I thought it was Ryan Dempster because he had a weird delivery, but his wasn't a leg kick. His was – he did, like, the weird thing with his glove. I think of Royals was that when he I think he it. had a weird leg. I do remember. You know what? I do remember him being in the pirate system. Um, I don't remember how much he pitched for them, but started too too many games with them. No, and he he, he I, won. I like that. He won. He was. Um, I think he won a World Series in 04. Yeah, he was with the Red Sox yeah. then, and then he went to Cincy, and was worried more about being a musician than <laughs> pitching. And then it kind of went off the rails from. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. He right. did have a, a weird, fun delivery. 
All right, let's let's check in with Bronson Arroyo for 90 points. Okay, and B-Rod and Griffey, what is your guys' answer and your wager? I was completely out on this one. MLB <laughs> is not my thing. So I had this pretty quick. 69 in the Pirates, I had nothing. But then when you said, but then when you said uh, that he pitched for another NL Central team, I was like, did he wear number 69 there? And I went, oh, wait, Bronson Arroyo wore 61, I think, for the Reds. And I was like, his delivery was weird. And then I just assumed, I was like, that has to be him because I remember watching him. And in the video game, it was one of like, like when you're thinking of around that era, it's like MVP baseball 2005. It was like a new thing that they were like, oh, not every pitcher is going to pitch the same. And he had that super slow delivery with the, looked like he was doing the can-can before every pitch. So uh, we also also checked in with Bronson Arroyo for 100 points. We went with a full flex on 100 on all of them. Well, uh, once again, you answered the same thing, so we already know who's going to win, but you are both correct. The correct answer is Bronson Arroyo. He did spend his first three seasons, and he wore number 69 for the Pirates. Um, he, he played. He appeared in 20 games, 24 games, and then nine games in those first three seasons, starting 12, 13, and 4. And as was mentioned, uh, he preferred his music, and he now heads the Bronson Arroyo Band, and they pay tribute to the likes of Pearl Jam, Oasis, <laughs> Tom Petty, Nirvana, The Beatles, and David Bowie. The he Bronson Arroyo Band. Just, yeah, yeah. I was like, you couldn't even say like, he even come up with a name. He I was gonna said. say, or at least like the Bronson Arroyo Experience. <laughs> nope, nope. That's right to the he point. Said, the Bronson said, Arroyo Band. He said, "I like the Zach Brown Band because it's just a name and then band." Got right, it. He's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna put the on the front and band on the back, and we're good." Tried and true. Yeah. Gets butts and seats. So the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With a well more than um, respectable 980 points, uh, we have derailed L train. Apparently, they didn't get derailed today. It's not every day you drop 980. And our clipboard captains of the game were receiving the coveted Brooks Bollinger Award (laughs) with 1,030 points. Marcus's first game over 1,000 is B Rod and Griffey. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. Oh, All man. thanks to Marcus on that last one. We would have been skewer had he not pulled a Roya. <laughs> so basically, Ryan was just carrying me in his big, gigantic arms through this whole game, and I sprinkled ah. in some stuff. And then right at the end, he just said, I'm out. It's all you. And luckily, I knew it. But uh, oh, my gosh. I got Getting a team with Ryan was a blast. I mean, uh, when when we went to Chicago, he didn't, he lied to me and told me that he wasn't going. And then, uh, he surprised me there. So it's uh, nice to see Ryan again, always, and always good to talk to him and play with him. So yeah, this is, this was awesome. I was happy to, I was very happy to see you too, man. Very happy to play with you as well. You're a great teammate. Well, Ryan, we really appreciate you coming on and, uh, trivia. Yeah, legend. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, trivia we, legend. We, we, Yes, we miss hearing your voice, so now we got to actually experience it, and it's going to be on our podcast, which is amazing for us, so thank you again for that. Uh, Scott, uh, Eric, you guys have anything you guys want to say before we call it a day? Cam Newton, that son of a... <laughs> if you, if, well, and Gail Seriously. Sayers. 
Yeah, yeah. The, the the damn superheroes, you know, <laughs> just got on that track. My gosh. So 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 Ryan and I are are in the chat. He just goes, "Uh, did they just say Cam Newton?" And I was like, "Yes." And he's like, "Oh." And and then I was looking. I was trying to see how far back the question was. So I was just like, mm, "Maybe it's out of their view because they've been." Trying. <laughs> like, right. Hopefully they don't look. <laughs> Yeah, like part of me was like, oh, I just want to say to him, look at oh, the Oh, I, I was. We I, saw you gritting your teeth. We were chatting about it. Yeah, we were chatting. I was like, I'm, I'm about to message Josh and be like, you better keep your damn mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then when he went to the Gail Sayers, I was like, okay, hey, we're good. Because now that uh, wasn't even going to make the list anyway as a yeah. running back. So. Uh, yeah. uh, no, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Josh was a good game. Uh very more than tolerable halftime which was nice uh you know we got them all right so it's always fun to, to team up with eric uh marcus is always good company and you know ryan just you know echoing everything else it's just you know it's an honor to have you on and, and thanks for coming and hanging out with us and you thanks know for inviting uh, me again you know the 980 is, is certainly uh the highest score i've had in a while so for that to not add to the victory i mean that's the l train strikes if if, if if ever if there was ever a chance that it struck it's i put up 980 and lose yeah i pulled think, into the station hard yeah i think uh i think this is going to be the second highest score for a losing team we have had one team eclipse a thousand and lose so oh <laughs> <laughs> <It's Eric> again <laughs> Yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed writing this one, and uh, I was glad I got to put in a, a few things specifically very for well Ryan. Written. And uh, yeah, Ryan, anytime if you ever want to come back on, we'd love to have you. Um, yeah, Dan. Dan was very disappointed that he wasn't here for this. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Any anytime you want to come on, we'd obviously love to have you. And, uh, yeah, when all this is over, uh, we're gonna hang out again. Yeah, we are. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. I'm going to go do some drugs, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids. The, do, kids, just say no to drugs. And, and, and where all the potential, but it's COVID, so I can't magic happens. There it is, everybody. <laughs> That's where all the magic happens with myself. Oh, oh boy. And stay.